coming to you from midwinter summer in Athens, Greece. Welcome to the Working Title Podcast. Today, I'll be your host, Lucas Semrod. Today, we have a very special guest with us. A man, a myth, an iconoclast, a musician. Please welcome our guest, Michael Alexis. What? Where's Little Mickey? You're the guest. <laughs> You're the guest. No, Little Mickey's my co-host. But, oh, okay. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. I'm so happy to be on the show. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming in. You know, we, 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 my people worked it out with your people. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we got you in last minute here. You know, I hope the accommodations to your liking. It's, uh, you know, the studio and everything. It's, uh, I hope it works out for you. I feel good. I feel great. I'm very, very, uh, I'm happy being here, man. You're All right. A great, you're a great host. All right. Thank you. Thank I've you. Heard. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so today, yes, I uh, I thought that I would you know give the listeners at home a chance to to know you a little bit better. All right, and then, you know I've got some some questions for you. We'll walk through, answer them to your level of comfort. Okay, uh, you know, and and we're gonna learn a little bit more about the uh, the modern hero that is Michael Alexis. Oh, Jesus. and maybe you'll learn something along the way. And, and as I'm asking this que- these questions, you know, everybody at home, uh, feel free to ask them to yourself too, and you know, make your own little story around the things that were going. So, okay, so I have no idea what is what, what is going to has happen. has no idea. He didn't even know he was a guest until <laughs> right now. He's finding out with every with all of you. So, so yeah, man. So, I thought we'd start as we do. Let's do it. At the beginning, introduce us. Oh, Who man. is the character Michael Alexis? Who's the hero Michael Alexis? <laughs> Let the people know. So I have to talk about myself again. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, I like talking about myself, of course. Uh, who who am I? That's a, good, that's, a good, that's a good question. I'm a half Greek, half German uh, person. <laughs> I grew up in Germany and I ended up in Greece. Um, it's pretty much, that's pretty much the, 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 the basics. My, uh, my dad is from Germany, my mom is from Delphi. Uh, they fell in love in Delphi at the museum. My dad was, uh, he had a video camera, you know, and it, it was the 80s. And he wanted to uh, film the site and it was forbidden. To uh, took videos of the museum and my mom was working there and uh, he, sh- she saw him uh, taking pictures and videos and she went uh, to him and said uh, you can't take videos here he's like oh, okay 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 and then of course half an hour later he started again and she came over and was like I told you you can't you know uh, take videos and then he said but can I take a video of you instead? And they fell in love. What a, what a slick get. Huh? <laughs> yeah, man. So the, the one line that made you, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so, so media was always, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> was always my choice. Uh-huh. Uh, so no, no, my, my mom went to Germany when she was 19. Uh, and so this is what happened, you know, then uh, build a life there. I had a super um, easy childhood. I lived in a very nice uh, village. Everything was easy, actually. Just did my school thing, had my friends, played soccer, and then later discovered music and uh, going out with girls. Uh, And I was like, yeah, I want to be a rock star, you know? And uh, then I started just uh, doing my music thing when I was a teenager, and I had my first teenage bands, and we were playing uh, all over our area. That was pretty nice. um, We had a nice friend group, you know, uh, all 
teenage musicians and we thought we could make it big and it was fun and all our friends from school and stuff were attending the shows so it was always like uh, we had a good time you know and uh, school was fine kind I was always smart enough to just slither my way through it so I, I just kind of made it to uh, not to the end I dropped out at some point but then started working as a sound engineer which was fun and then the rest you know just uh, going into uh, kind of my professional thing as a advertiser uh, art director whatever you want to fucking call yourself mm -hmm. and uh, yeah man that's 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 the whole like short form of things went to Greece came to Greece very happy came to Greece three years ago yeah three years ago right three and a half years ago yeah th oh, a little bit over three years okay a little bit of, a little bit over three years so uh, you know it's something that we talk about a lot is that um, you know, having this Greek German split mm. in you. So how do you, how do you see that arising? How do you see your Greekness coming about and how do you see your Germanness Germanness coming out and, and how do you see those two mixing to make, you know, who you are? You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that was interesting because, uh, I always had a very strong, uh, feeling of being both. Uh, so when I was in school, um, I, 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 I was proud of being both. It's not, nothing that, I, that you really earn. You, you're not German, you're not Greek, you're just a person. And, and you did nothing for it. It's, not, it's, it's, it's kind of a label, but you still feel attached to the culture a little bit, you know? And I always loved being a little bit different. Not different, but it was nice having, like growing up in Germany and having a little bit of extra, of being half Greek. It felt, for me, it felt, I, I had an postolene, um, I had a, uh, uh, I, I felt that I had a personality, you know, uh, mm -hmm. it was something that, that made me special. Gave you a little spice. Yeah, gave me a little spice and I really loved it. I, I, I never had the chance to fully discover my my roots because I was following the, the like 100% German path of living. Mm -hmm. uh, only food wise, like we were like food at home was always like Greek stuff, let's say, and the way we ate too, because Germans, German eating behavior is pretty straightforward. They wake up around seven or six, have the break, breakfast around seven, eight, and then uh, they have their lunch around 12, one, uh, and then they have dinner uh, around six. Mm -hmm. This eight. is the U.S. schedule too. Yeah, and, no. and it's it's but and and the the diet is you have bread, cheese, and sausages, and uh, not sausage, but salami and stuff like that in the morning. Uh, at lunch, you have whatever something warm, and at night for dinner, you have a bread as well. You don't have something warm like really like a cooked hmm. thing. It's it's pretty much we call it Abendbrot, which means Abend is night and Brot is bread, so it's no. night bread. Uh, <laughs> which always when I was at my. <laughs> At my friend, when I was a kid staying at my friend's places, uh, you know, I was used to having full meals like every time and eating late too. Mm -hmm. And so around six and when I was staying uh, overnight, um, they would do the Abendbrot thing. And then after the break, I was always like, I'm fucking hungry, man. I, just, I, I need food. And I, I know that I wanted to go back home then always. So I want like, I want to eat, man. So thanks, mom, that you always cooked nice and fine. And uh, yeah, man, I, I, the initial question was the, the, how it felt being both. So, so, well, before we get there, I want to yeah. know what the, what the Greek uh, schedule looked like. You know, the Greek eating schedule and what that looked like, you know, within the sort of German landscape. Well, well, there was always like a big bowl of food. 
like mm -hmm. like like when you cook greek food you don't cook for one person or two you you you, you cook a big thing so that you could eat one or two days from it you know it's like a, uh, you 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 make a huge bowl of zucchini that that will just feed you for two days and then you add uh, stuff to it you know you have bread and some some dips and and vegetables and stuff like that uh, you know you just add it to it and so you always have a big bowl of food laying around uh that, that was pretty much it so my mom would cook like every two or three days something very big so that we have it so that's that's what, what my grandma still does today mm -hmm. of course yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then it's the extra it's it's of course you have that one big one and then you have the bread and then you have the salad and then you have the a little cheese and then you have the uh, you, you know you you always add stuff to it and so that the table's filled yeah yeah that's the greek uh, it's uh, for the for the people who haven't been here you know there's a real um celebration of wealth through food here you know it's not yes. like a, a monetary wealth or an economic wealth yeah, per yeah. se but it's it's uh, you'll be fed yeah, yeah <laughs> and you'll yeah, be yeah. fed well you'll yeah. be fed well yeah you'll and, be fed well and um yeah okay so i think you mentioned before in one of the prior podcasts that you left high school early mm, right yes, yes. um And so I wanted to, to know a little bit more about that, what your decision making <laughs> process was behind that and what, you know, now looking back, what do you think the factors were on that? Well, it was f too much freedom. Mm. Uh, I was, uh, I left the house when I was 18. Um, so I had my own apartment when I was 18, had some, I, I got some money. I was teaching uh, guitar as well. So I had some money, let's say, and then I was going, to, and it wasn't far from my school. But, uh, you know, after uh, I did one year and another year and then I was just like, I felt so, nobody's waking me up. Nobody's really asking if I go to school and stuff. And then I just didn't go anymore, actually. It was pretty crazy. And I, I you know, at that time, uh, I was smoking shit lot of weed and <laughs> as we all did. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so I just liked to chill with my friends that were already done with school or with my girlfriend at the time and just smoke weed and just chill. And so <laughs> <laughs> after that, I just, it sizzled out. I just went, didn't go for a day, then I didn't go for two, then for three, and then I fucking dropped out like an asshole. And which... I don't mind, and it, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. It, it was not the, 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 it was a poor decision, but I'm, I'm overall very happy with the decision because uh, a friend of mine um, that was already a sound engineer, he sent me an email because he knew that uh, I wanted to really that I wanted to become one, and he sent me, yeah, look, there's this this um, this this uh, studio. Um, that is looking for for a guy for for a young guy that wants to uh, to become a sound engineer. Pretty much what you want. And uh, I, I applied right away, and I went, and they took me, and so I just straight up dropped out and had had a job. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah, you, you know, we've talked a lot with the sound engineering. It's a nice uh, yeah uh, bridge into it. You know, we've talked about a, a lot of, particularly in the last episode, a lot about music um, and a you know a what music means to you and about this is this creative bridge. Do you, do you feel like music has been uh, something that sort of helped you bridge that Greekness and Germanness and your own, you know, eclecticism, psychological eclecticism? Uh, well, uh, now, it, yes. Mm -hmm. Now, yes. At the time, uh, I just, it's something that I did to, to, to relax. It always relaxed me. Always, always, always relaxed me. I always did it for myself. Uh, because I, there's people that say that, that they don't listen to their music, to their own music, which I think is 
kind of kind i mean whatever works for you but i do music that i would like to listen to and i want to create something that i enjoy and i want to listen to it and i want to make make me happy with it you know it's something that i can do and i really enjoy it and uh so uh, connecting the greekness to it let's say it's this is happening right now because now i can actually speak And now I can actually understand. Now I'm discovering older music and artists that I really uh, resonate with now, where, where in the future I will be very, very happy to actually maybe write a song in Greek and stuff like this. This, mm -hmm. is, uh, this is something that is happening right now. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, so it sounds like for you, music is sort of a, like a self-affirmation of joy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it always was. It mm -hmm. was connecting my friends. I was telling my friends, you know, let's do some music. And then the one guy started playing bass, the other one started playing uh, the drums and we got together and it was always a party, just being with your friends, just jamming and uh, doing the, it, it was, it, it's the best time. It's, mm -hmm. the, it's, it's probably where you forget every hour. It's, you just hang out and just, just dream of uh, playing live and just uh, stuff like this is, uh, This is priceless. You make, know. make something out of the void, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how it is uh, growing up, kind of uh, easy. And I, I, I didn't have a lot of struggles then anyway. So it was just... And we didn't have anything at the, at the village at, uh, anyway. There was nothing to do. It was, it was so, so that was an escape, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, I, I had a further question. What was it? Bear, bear with me, folks, while I rack my brain and try to talk at the same time so that there's not <laughs> <laughs> dead airspace. No, um, no, no. But yeah, so, well, maybe, maybe we'll move on a little bit to, sure, to sure, something sure. else. So, you know, in, in, your, uh, in your solo podcast episode, mm. you, you said something that really interests me because you've worn a lot of different hats since you, you left school. You know, you, mm. uh, you've been a musician, you've been a sound engineer. Um, you've been a marketing manager. Now you're more self-employed. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, you know, I wanted to know a little bit. And what what you talked about in the solo episode was identifying as what you want to be. Yes. Sort of before you are it, as a way to get over uh, some of the anxiety mm -hmm. associated with entering a new sphere or entering, you know, somewhere where you have to Im improvise or be creative or, or something like this. You know, maybe doing a live show is a good. Uh, yes. Example of this, which is, I remember now what I wanted to ask you is whether you're excited to start doing live shows again. <laughs> yeah, I would, um, I would so like you can it. you can work this into it. Uh, yeah, of um, but I I, uh, I wanted to hear more from you about what when you go through that process for you. Uh, yeah. What what is the process for you, and what's you know, in, in maybe a way that's semi replicable for people at home to to give a little more insight. Yeah. Um, of, of course. Into what you because I was very interested by that because it's it's. Um, I think a, a powerful uh, sort of shortcut identity mm -hmm. like this, you know, yeah. and being able to fit, wear different masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's um, something that I don't know if it works for everyone. I'm I'm pretty extroverted, uh, so I can exp I, I have a lot of expressions by hand that I can use because I don't really care what people think sometimes. And uh, why should I? People care about themselves. This is what I talk about as well in the, in the solo thing. Uh, it's like uh, people around you don't care as much as you think. So you can just relax. You know, no, nobody's looking at you all the time. Nobody's judging you all the time. Of course, sometimes they will. Sometimes they won't. But uh, normally the ego is stronger than just having eyes, the eye on you. It's, this is it's something that I really believe in. Uh, and so I'm not afraid in trying out identifying as what I want to 
become or what I want to be. And so let's say uh, that that happened very, very intensely. Uh, intense, you can mm -hmm. say that. Yeah, yeah, you can say uh, that. Yeah, it happened when I wanted to go the next step. I was working as a graphic designer at developer. And I wanted to, uh, I was like, I can... I want to be an art director. I, I mean, I watched Batman, you know, and I was like, yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> I want to drink some whiskey and objectify. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, and then it was, I, I mean, th those days are over, you know. But mm -hmm. anyway, I was like, the, 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 there has to be something bigger than this, you know, for me. And then I, I really, uh, I, I really thought this is, this is possible. You know, I can, I can why, why, why not? Why not? I, I have the. I believe in my creativity. I believe in my communication skills, and I believe in learning by doing shit. You mm -hmm. know, so, so many people just talk and they just little fuck it up, and then they move on from that as well. So we are not not uh, heart surgeons in that field. So you, you can just jump in if you identify as a heart surgeon. You won't probably eh, peop do people it. do it here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember. I don't know about two years. Sorry to derail no, you for no, a no, moment. No, no, I remember no, no. about two years ago they caught this guy. Uh, here who had been a fake surgeon in a hospital for like 20 years oh man and they finally caught him because he touched a doorknob after putting sterile gloves on and they realized uh, well, a doctor doesn't do that mm. and they found out yeah he'd been like a fake oh man surgeon in general uh, you know gp general practicing doctor like wow. family doctor for like 20 years he just started doing it so <laughs> Uh, we're not uh you know saying you should do this chill this. yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's a little too high stakes but uh, yeah go go on so so um my goal was i wanted to quit my job i wanted to go in as an art director not 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 junior not nothing i wanted to become the thing it was like i want a team i want to do this and so i was uh, i was playing with how people see you how do people think an art director looks like okay so in all those agency kind of uh environments it's always like uh, slick clothes uh you can look a little off you know you can have longer hair or you can have a mustache or something uh anyway it's nothing crazy but you, you know you can still look a little relaxed let's say you don't have to wear a suit and stuff and then i was okay so i need to build a portfolio i need to have a photo shooting and i need to have a good like thing to give to send to people where they're like oh he looks a he looks like one and b he present I, i wanted to present myself as one i wanted to anticipate what do people think is the guy what is what is what is the professional person behind it and how can i ca create that environment and so i was calling my friend that was a professional photographer and told him i need i need to look like it needs to look like a, not a business photo shooting it needs to look a bit more bit more cool you know it, mm -hmm. it needs to look like ah this is like it has a style to it and so you know i dyed my hair blonde and had a mustache and wore nice clothes as well so it looked interesting let's say uh but i still looked professional you know and so we did the photo shooting i i gathered everything i did uh made a huge portfolio out of it i over presented it of course because This is what I had. This is the only thing I had. But it's fine because I could advertise myself and I could mm -hmm. work on my image of what I think would work for others to go in. You know, this this is how this works, actually. And and how I want to see myself grow into that role, you know. And so I could just identify as my idea plus of what I thought others would like uh, and, and just anticipating a little bit mm -hmm. and combining it to, to 
to the to to the whole product mm -hmm. to the whole thing that i could could represent because it's in every job you play a little role <laughs> so it's, yeah. it was a, a, a to sort of you know distill what you're saying here it's a mix of uh building your own intention mm -hmm. and marrying that to the expectations of you within yeah. that role yes right yes, yes. And, and 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 just because you have when you see yourself in the future when you see yourself ah, i want to become this i want to do this in the future uh you have to imagine how does it look like how does it feel like what do you do you know you have to really get into the mindset this is what the this version of yourself does to just embody mm -hmm. that version and, mm -hmm. and we we play around with it you embody the the, the, the father You embody the brother. Mm -hmm. You embody a lover. You embody uh, the professional guy that goes to work and does whatever you do. You know, mm -hmm. this, this is where you have those little roles going on. That if you, I think, put in the the, the right thinking, you can actually just you, you can flow this. You and know? have a yeah, have a. I was just thinking, have a level of uh, flexibility in your ego. To, you know, not be too attached to one idea of things, mm -hmm. but be able to move between different roles mm -hmm. and embody different roles in a more comprehensive if, if way. If you can, I, yeah, I, I don't say this is this is the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not happy 100% of the time. This is not the, the, the route. No, but we're interviewing. I'm interviewing you. I'm <laughs> trying to learn your way. It's not the the way, you know, it, yeah. which for the listeners, no, no, no. don't listen to us for the way. Go to and, church for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't yeah. church. We're, we're just too, you know, 30 year old apes trying to figure it out here um, <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah yeah, so, yeah pretty yeah, much that, that worked for me so mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. okay okay yeah it's a you know it's an interesting test i learned a while ago you're talking about this you know thinking about what the expectations are of you within this role so that you can appear to society as what your own you know sort of expectation and intention for yourself is mm -hmm. right and you know there's an interesting thing you can do where if you use your finger and you draw a cue on your forehead. I'm drawing a cue yeah. on my forehead. I did it. Yeah, and so then you can check, did you draw the cue so that the cue is facing you or so that it's facing the other person? It's facing me. Yeah. So, you know, what you're talking about, it, it's, we're, what we're talking about here is, you know, building both cues, the one that face, faces you, but then also the cue that faces The other person, because the cue that faces the other person is, you know, it's, uh, uh, let's say, a metaphor for what you're talking about is the expectations of you. It's being able to see yourself from the perspective of others. Mm -hmm. Right? It's dude, uh, it's uh, one thing. Uh, when you record drums and actually put it in a mix, you, a lot of people put the drums in audience view. That, that, that means if you listen to a song, just pick one, a song where there's real drums in it mm -hmm. and, and try to focus on where, where the hi-hat uh, where the hi-hat is, where the low tom is, hi you know, just the, mm -hmm. the, the high cymbal. And because most of the times when the drummer plays it, it's on the left side. Okay, so the drummer when it's playing is the height is on the left, like you know, the height is on the left side. This is how you pan it in a mix. So, so, so most of the people put the hi hat on the right side. So, so that means audience view. That means if you listen to the song and close your eyes, you can see the drummer in front of you. In front of you. What I did 
I put it on the left side. Mm, why? Put, because I like to play along to my songs. Ah. In my mind. Because I, which I, I, it, I do I do play, I, I, I told you I'm doing the music for myself. If people right, enjoy right. It, if people enjoy it, you're welcome to, to party with me. Mm-hmm. And so I, because I'm doing it for myself, and when, I want to, when I'm listening to it, I'm imagining myself playing it. Because I like it, you know. Mm. I, I like when I'm uh, sitting around, closing my eyes and listening to music. I like to imagine creating it, playing it. Yeah, playing I do. It. I do the same thing. Uh, you know, and this yeah. is why I put the hi hat on the left side because mm-hmm. when I play along in my head, I'm behind the drum set. You know. Ah, okay. So, Very interesting. So I always kind of choose my way, and people are invited. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to. I, I, I'm. I'm really. I don't want to ap- appeal. I just want to do my thing, and if people enjoy it, they're welcome. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. So this is um, maybe less uh, less on this uh, note, less of a listener-facing question, mm-hmm. and something more that I just want to know because it, Michael just did a, a photo shoot for uh, Emba. Emba, am I saying it right? Yes. Okay. Good. Um, and he's, uh, you know, has a, a what is it? A collar, an almost uh, French royalty-esque bourgeois collar of, of flowers with a pink backdrop and a pink suit on. Yes. So what's the identity? Um, well, for me, uh, when we, uh, I was, um, we had a schedule, we had scheduled an interview with a magazine mm-hmm. and they needed photos for this too. It mm-hmm. will come out soon. Uh, and so with vice right with vice yes yeah. yes uh and they needed photos for this as well and there were no really photos of me representing my uh music persona mm-hmm. and so um i wanted to uh i had this i don't know why i had this old pink thing in my mind because i i have long hair and i really like to just play around with uh, with what's being a man like kind of mm-hmm. i always liked uh, like on halloween i was uh, dressed as a princess or yeah, i was I, doing I makeup did. and stuff just because i i just like trying it but, out wait, when know? i was 14 i think i i wore like six inch pumps and a short <laughs> skirt and a low cut shirt like i, I was basically a, a cheap hooker <laughs> for <laughs> halloween <laughs> so no, no, i can relate i can relate yeah it's, it's nice and and and, and <laughs> my god man <laughs> <laughs> i had messy lipstick it was <laughs> a wig it was Just yeah. crystal yeah yeah <laughs> crystal <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, oh i hope there's photos of this i will ask your mom uh, probably Susan, they, listen, they must uh, be somewhere if you listen, yeah. please bring some photos yeah, next time yeah. <laughs> <I need to. laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> no um yeah uh, the decision why uh, the all pink thing uh i had this not even the all pink but i'm curious about who you, you know we just talked about uh these identities and this mm. persona, as you yeah. say, and and you know, I'm curious both what you what your vision is of the audience facing mm-hmm. persona, and you know, this uh, your self facing sort of ego of what your musical identity is. Yes, um, th- a lot of music uh, that I like is, is, is it's presented in a more dark fashion, mm. where it's like a bit more depressing and a bit more electronic or. I don't know. It's 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 a bit more where people want to be like cool and edgy and like. Uh. And I want to my my goal is to 
do something fun and things that make you happy, that make you forget things sometimes, you know, and just believe in the small things in life, just just love stuff. And uh, I really, I just want to be colorful, you know, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to be, uh, I'm talking about serious things, of course, but it's, I, I want to represent it in a, in, a, in a fun way, in a colorful way, because there is enough bullshit going on and i just want to celebrate you know this is what i said when i said i'm, I'm having my party and if you want to join it you're welcome this is what i i want to show people that at my place you're there's color you know mm -hmm. i just want to be and i want it to be not just something soothing i want it to be extra yeah a little pop to I, I it want, yeah, I just, yeah. Pop. yeah i just want it to be extra pink i want it to be extra flowery and mm -hmm. um exciting because this is what what, what life of, uh, what makes me happy in life is now and excitement mm -hmm. this is what i am offering to myself and mm -hmm. to others if you want to all right and you're on spotify now right i'm on spotify all yes. right what's the name of the song it's called louise louise yeah emba Louise by Emba. There you go. All right, and then, and <laughs> I, I believe they can see the photo that I'm talking about yeah, yeah, there they can too. See it. It's, yeah, it's yeah, the you, you sort of peeking up from the the Spotify thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. I love it. I love it. So recently, you um you had a pretty big change in sort of your work life. Yes. And uh, you know some stress. Let's say mm. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Right. And uh, you know we had a whole episode on. Uh, stress and fear mm -hmm. and you know since you're just coming off of that and sort of reorienting yourself in the wake of that process I wanted to to dive in a little bit to what what does fear look like to you when you feel that when you felt that stress and you felt that you know fear of oh what am I going to do for money how yeah. am I we're going to find my stability sort of you know if you had to turn it into a monster, let's mm -hmm. say, you know, whether it's a troll or Sauron or Voldemort or yeah. <laughs> whatever it is you want to, you know, what, what, what does that look like for you when you're faced with it? It's, it's a black, black hole. Mm -hmm. Just, just, just like, as we talked about in Star Wars, uh, I think we talked about in first or second episode, mm -hmm. uh, when Luke goes down, um, on Dagobah, it is, mm -hmm. isn't it? yeah, he goes into this hole and he gets confronted by his biggest fears and by the terror of uh, being connected to the Dark Lord, you mm -hmm. know, and, and this is how, oh my God, I'm doing it so dramatically now, but it's no, it's, no, it's, it's my a fears. No, it was a dramatic question. <laughs> it's my fears, so. and so I, I feel always like I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the worst things mm. around me, and when I'm out of the cave again, I can see that things are not like this in in reality. Mm -hmm. So that my expectations, my fears are way bigger than reality, but I'm aware that they exist and that I have to remind myself that I don't want to be surrounded by my fear. I want to I, I want to be conscious about about fear and and what what my my, my feelings are about it, but I want to concentrate on everything is doable. Everything will will come it will move on mm -hmm. you know it's like if you keep moving in the right direction and not in the direction of fear you will make it it's it's some i talked with alessio with this uh, about this where it's i had some stress uh for something and uh and he was like dude look if you concentrate on this you will find more things that will demotivate you that will that will look like that things are not do doing well because you concentrate on this. Your identity is becoming your fear. I, there you go. And right, you, which you, is Luke in the cave. Mm -hmm, exactly. Right? And so he, he told me if you... 
Uh, I, I mean, we know this. If you concentrate on everything that is working out right now, you will focus on this and you will put, uh, you will walk in this direction. And this is exa exactly what happened. It's like I, I, sometimes I freak out or we freak out about things that are not y there yet. We are still here to solve our problems. And if we face them, we can move on. And uh, being, uh, uh, being self-employed means that you're surrounded by a big void always because you're not safe. Who is safe anyway? But you feel a bit more, uh, you know, floaty. Um, and so you have to just believe in, okay, if you just move in the right direction, you will always solve your little problems on the way and don't let you suck in. Sometimes it happens, uh, but I, 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 I didn't have any energy after a while to concentrate on what, what is fucked up. And so I'm just, I'm just actually, I'm just flowing into my, in, in my direction. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not a, of course there's sometimes you, you, you can't sleep or sometimes you wake up and you're like, oh man, I have to really work on this now and stuff but it's normal you know it's and it, it's also it's exciting what i said it's like what is life for for me it's 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 now and excitement mm -hmm. and you can you can actually uh work on this finding the party under the tree huh mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> i like that uh-huh <laughs> um so it, it, you know uh, one of the main things i got from what you said was uh, surrender that, and not surrender in the sense of like, oh, you know, I'm going to roll over and, you know, let life run over me. But rather than obsessing over fear mm -hmm. and then putting all of your energy into this obsession over fear and stress and everything that could go wrong, just letting it go so that you can actually put that energy into doing things mm -hmm. that have to do with with the fear. So, you know, you talked about it a little bit, but the same way that and we've we've teased this so maybe i'm just repeating repeating myself here but you know uh, under the tree uh, you know luke has his lightsaber right which yoda told him he wouldn't need but he took anyways and so that was the you know the little bit of light that he held on to um so what's when you're under the tree and you know you're faced with that black hole what's the little bit of light that you turn to to remind yourself to you know because we all spiral mm -hmm. at certain points you know and we can all obsess and sometimes it takes just a little you know, snap to get us out of it and remind us that, oh, okay, I can, you know, I can crawl out from under the tree again. I don't have to live down here. Um, what's that for you? Is it music? Is it that party? Is it finding excitement? It's, is it sunning your balls at the beach? Uh, it's, it's, it's a combination of things. Mm. It's a friends and family because communication and talking to people about your problems is pretty much half of the rent where you just tell somebody this is this is not this is 80 percent talking talk, just get it out and if you don't have family and friends get a psychiatrist like for fuck's sake do it it will change your life i, I like you have to communicate your fear or, or, or your situation and then you, you will feel lighter anyway and have a conversation with yourself too and then everything will will be uh, this is this is a great outlet just knowing that there's people that you can talk to okay right because it's the other uh, you know it's the same root word is communication is community there you go right yes and if i mean i mean it to everyone listening if you don't have anyone to talk to find professional help like really if it, it can be the smallest problem and to clarify i don't think you yeah. mean that in that like you're psychologically fucked so get 
no, professional help you no, psychos. No. It's no, find somebody that you can talk to exactly. so that you can build the resources for yourself to get that community Ex- and for it, you. It will happen yeah. because this is how humans work. We, you, mm-hmm. we look for connections. We're communal creatures. We are communal creatures and there's a place for everyone. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is the funniest thing because it works. And if you, if you let, let it out, if you talk what you think of or what, what, what your thoughts are, you, you feel lighter anyway. Uh, the second thing is for sure, um, just trust the flow of life sometimes because oftentimes when something bad happens, we come out of it and we are like, oh, I'm happy that it happened. I'm a stronger person now. I'm a different person now. I want to be what I am right now. I don't want to go back. I, I want to fall and I needed it. You know, this is something that, that uh, I discovered before I went to Greece, falling. And now I'm so happy that I did that, that I fell. I'm happy. I'm, be- I'm, I'm a better person now. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not a good one, but as good as I can. A stronger you know? person, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. And the third thing is um, just uh, try, not try, just know that there's unlimited things to do. Like if you're bored, just embrace it. It's fine. You will find something that you would like to do. You'll so, figure it out. Bored, figure boredom's it out. actually a great, it is. a great place to be because it's it where you, you have, if you let yourself be bored and you don't, you know, waste it on TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, you can figure out, you know, yeah. something to do. Like you said, with your small, you know, village in Germany, uh, you didn't have anything to do. So you found music, which yeah. is, you know, now this huge part of your life. Yeah. The, cool. And, and it, you know, like we talked about last time, isn't just a huge part of your life. It's, uh, something that in your life you also used to bring joy to other people and, you know, bring other people their little party under the tree. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I well, I'm, um, I, I really do it for myself mm-hmm. and everything. I, a lot of things that we do, we do it for ourselves. And, uh, I, I really like when people come to me and my family and friends come to me and need something and an open ear. I, I really enjoy this, to be honest. I really enjoy community. So I think this is the biggest, for me, uh, it's the biggest thing. Just be open. Don't, don't be afraid to just put your pants down every once in a while so people can see who you are. It's, it's fun. And it's a part of having community, right? Yeah, it, is, you know, It's the beauty of having people you can actually be vulnerable around uh, and be safe in that. Yeah, it just just sometimes I think that people take the, themselves way too, way too seriously. It's like ah, I, I have to. Uh, what we talked about before, I'm 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 uh, identifying as this big manager or as this and this and that. But you know, that's cool for the one part. But then, just identify as a normal guy. You know, just 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 don't be afraid of letting what I said your pants down every once in a while. So that that people think that's that's authentic and they they actually like it. If you, if you, they can see something human. Mm-hmm. In, in, in your role because we play a million roles but it's, it's, it's also nice just to let people know that you have a problem and not go out on the streets and be like I'm, I have problems and more like no the way t- I look at it man is anywhere you go in the world farts are funny yeah you know that at the end of the day and if you want to pretend your farts don't stink that you, you can do that but i ain't got time for it because because <laughs> yeah. we both know you you get in that taco bell baby you're, <laughs> you're glued to that toilet the rest of the night all right i know it donald trump does it <laughs> obama does it <laughs> we're all we right there it. with you it's human it's totally human all right so uh, what is the hero- what is a, a heroic life look like to you and i don't necessarily you know i mean there's obvious acts of heroism you know pulling being a firefighter and pulling somebody out of a burning building but i want to know you know in your life you know 
if you want to share a, a, a story or some moments of, of when you, you know you felt like you're acting in a heroic way um, or more if you want to keep it more general as to what what is a real everyday heroism look like to you um, uh, well I think um, loving your family and your friends the way they are is thing is, is something that because we we sometimes have an idea of how uh, especially parents I think my son or my daughter has to be this so that I'm happy and and so we we, we project those things on other people and then they don't fulfill this and then you're disappointed and you're like why didn't that happen why is my sister not that person that i would like her to be i think this is the worst thing to to have expectations to your own expectations and and just reflect them on others and so what i think is love your people the way they are always and if you don't agree with what they do let them know and let them know that if they want to come back and and work it out what you disagree on that you will always be there because you love them i think this is this is something that i i really believe in and i think if when i have kids in the future i will whatever will happen i want to hold on to this because i really I, i've seen it so many times with friends of mine where the parents are just crazily like obsessed building little machines that work in this environment and in this social life where i'm like why don't you just let them be people and let them know that that they will fuck up in life, but every time something's happens, something bad happens or something else happens, there there is like love is always there. There's always there will always be room for conversations. There will always be room for uh, like 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 a couch to sit on. You know, that's always because I've seen people cancel each other out. And being like, I don't want to talk to this person anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to. That's that's totally fine. But I believe that we always that everyone fucks up, and uh, having relationships is, is is difficult. Friendship relationships and family relationships. But I think uh, in the end of the all, a lot of the problems are not really that important, to be honest. And just having the mindset of shit will happen. And just love your people for what they are, and be there if you if you want to. Just choose choose them. You can do that. You don't have to be there for everyone. You can't be there for everyone. And but this is your family of choice. It's too, true. Right? True. So the people that are my family of choice, I I took the decision is I want to to love them the way they are for mm. forever, and I want to even if they fuck up, I will let them know that I didn't like it, but I will always be there, and I I, I would love to have it in return. Nothing I need. But it would be I would be very happy about this. I think this is my uh, I'm very proud of being unconventionally loving mm-hmm. my people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. You know, there's a, a tradition amongst some some tribes, and I believe it's North Central Africa. And people can look this up because I don't remember the the tribe name or or anything like that. But when somebody you know basically acts in a way. Uh, that's criminal or goes against the law of the tribe, right? Rather than punish the person, you know, chop a hand off or something like that, they mm. sit them down in the middle of a circle of everyone in the tribe, and then everyone in the tribe goes around and tells that person all the good things about themselves. Oh man! <laughs> so that you know, you're you're affirming the good in the person oh. rather than criminalizing the bad wow. in the person. And then at the end of that, you know, usually they come back together and they bring the person back into the tribe. And I think that's a really beautiful expression of 
what communal love can look like yes. of the, Hey, we're, we're all in this together and we're in, you know, in many respects, a terrifying world, uh, alone in a void hurtling through space at you know, whoever knows how many kilometers per hour, what we have is each other and the communities that we build and the hearts that we touch. Right. Yeah. And so I, 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 I agree with you. I think that is a, a, an act of personal and communal heroism. It's the only thing that's free. <laughs> yeah, really, really it is. It, so, it really is. And it's one of the essential parts of being human. Too. True, true. Man, that got me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, was really, I really had to think about some things because I've seen so many, yeah, especially like in kids in their teenage years and see them suffer from not feeling loved, you know, mm -hmm. and or trying to focus on, on a partner that, um, th th that they try to get all the love out you know just because they, they they miss it from other you know from other people or something so yeah that's very interesting i um, I'm got me thinking yeah hopefully it got uh, all you listening at home thinking too and um you know we look forward to hearing some of your feedback on you know maybe what your acts of heroism look like and what it means to you yeah uh, so please feel free to with any of these questions that touch you if you feel like you have something you want to share with us uh please feel free to reach out and and talk to us about it. But, you know, now I want to look forward a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, we've talked about the past. I think we've talked about the present quite a bit. What's your dream looking forward for your life, your dream or, or your myth? If, if it helps, you can sort of, you know, look at it as though you were a historian uh, looking back on, you know, the, the myth of Michael Alexis. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This ego episode, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm apologizing if I talk too much about myself, but uh, you can follow along. And I forced the, <laughs> I, I, I for, I forced the position, and I, and I want to know. <laughs> so uh, roast me in, the, in any comments or just call me and send me. I'm Don't shit. worry, I'll, 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 I'll roast you plenty in the following episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanna I'll tear you back down. Will, We're all right. I will not glorify my life. Uh, I will not do this. Well, you're not, but I, I want to. So I'm, I'm here to celebrate Michael. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Dude, thank you. Thank yeah. you. That touches me, man. And uh, so talking about the future, eh? like what, what, is, what is ahead? What's your dream for yourself? <sighs> man, I, I, really, I, I really want to actually just improve of what I have. Mm. I want to improve my 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 family, my the connection to my family, connection to my friends, connection to what I love doing. Uh, I want to be more easy with things because I'm still I'm, I'm freaking out quite easily, and uh, I want to be more relaxed with everything. I want to give myself more time, but in in I, don't, I I'm pretty I'm on the right track, I believe. Um, And I would like to have, I don't know, I'm, I'm, uh, it's, it's a very hard question. I, th I think you've answered it well. You know, what mm -hmm. it sounds like is you want to continue to grow in, you yes. know, along your own path, which yes. is, is perfect because if we're to boil down life into anything, it's grow and reproduce. Yeah. So, true. you I, know, I, so keep growing. I, it's, that's what I want. I, I, the only thing that I would like to, to change is just have a little less anxiety over the day. This, this would help. Um, and the rest, I, I really want to improve on what I'm working now. I want to improve on my my language skills, which mm -hmm. I really enjoy. Commun I want to just want to improve my communication skills. It's it's, it's the most fun for me. Uh, I, I want to be more part of the community here. Yeah, now three years being here, it's it, it's been a it's been a journey. But being part of the people and of the stories, and I, I just want to 
create more stories and mm -hmm. uh, and keep moving. Uh, really, really, I really want to keep moving and having enough energy to keep moving. Mm -hmm. It's the, I think this is this is also a thing for a good life for for a longer life if you want to have one, is to 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 move. I've seen people stop moving and they got older faster. The stagnant water ain't water we can live by. There right? you go. It's, that's it. All right. So what? Now it's open to you. What do you want to leave the people with? Ah, uh, so I'm doing the closing statement. Sure, let's do it. Okay, okay, guys. Thank you, thank you for listening to uh, my uh, side of uh, thinking of, of of how I do this every day. <laughs> and I think you guys uh, really have another story. And I, I think I, I hope we could um, plant a little seed in your head to improve yourself and uh, just to to follow what what you want to be and and what kind of. Uh, hero you want to become and uh, what you want to work on I hope this inspires you a little bit uh, saying this with like like the most humble way I can because I believe that I'm a, I, I'm just just a normal person doing I, I don't I, I'm totally 1% not glorifying my life 1% not there's so much to do so much to learn and uh, I'm very happy that there's people out there um, that might want to share Uh, what they think and and thank you lucas for uh putting me for for, for uh putting you on a pedestal put, over putting here about a pedestal like like ripping off my pants kind of <laughs> like, okay, so what you got man so uh don't take yourselves too seriously it's it's very important i think uh don't uh, um play around with the masks you want to wear just see it as a little game it will help you out try to identify whatever you want there's we are all the same And yeah, thank you for listening to the Working Tidy podcast. And uh, the next uh, episode will be about. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, beautiful people. Stay beautiful out there. Thank you for being a part of our community. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Working Title podcast. <laughs>